Act to Live is sponsored by 3C Digital Media Network, LLC. Connect, communicate, and collaborate. That is the 3C way at 3CDigitalMediaNetwork.com. On this episode of the Act to Live podcast, we are joined by Courtney Jessen, owner of the Communication Clubhouse, to discuss authenticity and vulnerability and how these two powerful words can shape our lives. So come on, let's take a walk and explore together. In dreams we walk through bolted doors, fight, die, and live for you. What's up, Jamie? What's up? What's up? What's up? How are you? I'm roasting. <laughs> You're are you roasting like marshmallows are you roasting peanuts i mean what are you exactly roasting you know i wish i was roasting marshmallows no i'm just roasting it's like 110 degrees here in texas though now that you said that when we are done recording today i'm going to go attempt to roast a marshmallow outside without a fire oh see that's fascinating (laughs) that is see look at that these brilliant ideas you give me my weekend is planned it's it's all done well let me know how that goes in Texas. Um, thanks. So we have a special guest who will, it's her first time here on, on the Act Live podcast. And Woo-hoo. she will be on again. So if you <laughs> are like, wow, who, like, who is this person? Amazing person. Don't worry. Um, she'll be back. Yes. Um, so um, this is, um, this is um, Courtney. And she is in SLP as well, um, in in New York City. Um, so I'm gonna have her just kind of like explain herself, who she is, all that stuff, because she does it a lot better than me. Uh-huh. But she is amazing and funny and smart. Have at it, Courtney. Who are you? Hello, hello, hello. <laughs> Thank you, Scott and Jamie, for having me here today. I'm so, so very excited. I'm a huge fan of the show, and I am just super excited to dive into some um, wonderful topics here with you guys. I am a speech-language pathologist in New York City, and I am the founder and director of Communication Clubhouse, which is a really exciting place for kids of all ages, for communicators of all styles to come and feel safe and loved and to come on a learning journey with me because uh, that's really what we're all about. We're constantly inspiring each other and working together and you know trying to achieve a level of authenticity. And then that's that's what we want to do for each other. And I think I'm in a really wonderful and exciting place that I'm allowed to do that. And that's what I'm supposed to do to help my students communicate in a way that helps them figure out who they are and figure out how to share that with the world. So I love my job and I love that I can share this knowledge and learn alongside you guys. So thanks again for having me here today. Absolutely. We're so happy you're here. And Courtney, before we jump in, I have to also point out that you are a word lover. So can you talk just a little bit about oh, that? Because yes. I feel like it's going to connect so much to oh, what we're yeah. about to talk about. But like mm-hmm. your, your love I for words. Always been interested in 
etymology and where words come from and how they're related to each other and getting into nitty gritty definitions of, of how we define words. And um, I do a lot of dictionary dives where I just grab a dictionary and start going through it. And that's my idea of fun on a Friday night. So <laughs> That's what we'll be doing this weekend here in Brooklyn. But I love words. Yes, Jamie. And a lot of what we, we've been talking about together is um, how do we define words? How do we get on the same page to have a kind of more objective understanding of concepts? Because we all have different ideas about what a word or an idea means to us. So today and going forward, we're going to spend a good amount of time unpacking like what do what when I say this word, this idea, what do I, what does it mean to me? And maybe um, your definition is going to shape and inspire mine. So I love to talk about words and also spelling that might come up. So <laughs> <laughs> really into spelling too. So just, I hope maybe. so. Cause I have a hard time with that part <laughs> of my life. Spelling. <laughs> I can do a lot of things well and spelling is not on the list, you know? So, you know, I, I can always keep, Great. This is why you're the creator and I'm the editor. <laughs> That's probably it, you know. Like that forever. <laughs> has been for a long time because I would be like, you know, cat. You're a K. You know, small things like that. Anyway, yeah. Courtney had said one of the words, mm -hmm. authenticity. Mm -hmm. And that's like one of the words that we want to hash out today and hash out in kind of ideas and thoughts and what it, it might mean for each of us. And the other word is vulnerability, vulnerability. Mm -hmm. There it is. Thank you, Courtney. Mm -hmm. um, um, and first, like, what do they mean? Yeah. So that's so, the question. Yeah, let's, let's start, you know, with with like an easy yeah. thing, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, to be vulnerable, to put yourself in a position where you might get hurt. I think, you know, there's vulnerability just physically, right? Like I'm going to put my, I'm going to go on this skateboard and I'm like, oh, feeling like if I fall off, I'm going to get hurt. That's mm -hmm. a vulnerable place to be physically. But, you know, we're, interested today in delving into like, what does it mean to be vulnerable emotionally? And why do we seek that? Why is it important, even though it's hard to go to those places? What is it going to afford us down the road that's going to be, you know, important for our self-growth and our, our mindset? To be vulnerable is to go to a place where you are not sure what the outcome is going to be. And it could be hurtful. You could get your feelings hurt. For me, that's when I say, I feel vulnerable. I might say something and it's not going to be perceived the way I intended it for it to be. That's my working definition of vulnerability right now. Putting yourself out there. And I just, I, I love that. Like when I think about this idea of, of putting myself out there, I mean, I also just think about how it really can differ from person to person. Like what being vulnerable means for for you might be different than me might be different than Scott right or also like that degree like I would say that I'm in in my mind a relatively vulnerable or very vulnerable person and I feel like I might take a leap in terms of being vulnerable that someone else might not even think about right mm -hmm. and how figuring out like 
what does it mean for me? And like, what am I willing to do? And how does it benefit me? Or what does it bring to my life is so mm-hmm. important, right? Yeah, Jamie, when you say benefit, how does it benefit me? I see like, well, what is the effect of being vulnerable? Yeah. Yeah, what's it going to do for me? Why should I do this? Why should I be open? Is there a payoff there? And yeah, the payoff is that it is part of the fabric of authenticity, like being your true self, living this genuine place of like, I know what what I like and I know what I want and I want to share that with people. And in order to be able to do that, I need to also risk sharing those thoughts. And that's where the vulnerability comes in. Like, I'm going to just say that I like this or I want this, or maybe even like, these are my boundaries. Mm-hmm. A word that we that comes up a lot for us, I think. Like, what do we mean when we say like I'm going to establish some boundaries and I'm going to figure out how to uphold them? That might make me feel vulnerable. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Just, or ha- just or having values come in there too, right? Like, oh. if I know what's really important to me, then I want to live by those values, and maybe making the decision to live by those values in some situations. In order yeah. to do so, I I may need to be more vulnerable. Maybe with my people, I'm not really feeling vulnerable because that's who I am and they know that and I know that. Maybe with other people, like to be who I truly am takes more of that vulnerability. Mm -hmm. And it takes some confidence, right? To know like, I'm going to say that this is what I want. And if you like it, great. I'm going to feel really good about myself. And if you don't like it, then I might not feel so good. Uh, and that's going to impact my, my confidence, the trust that I have in myself for, with my own feelings, you know? So that's something also that we might want to talk about in terms of like, where are we going to find this strength to be vulnerable? How am I going to, you know, put myself out there? Well, I'm going to have trust that this feeling that I have here, this intuition that says, say that thing that I'm, that it's good. That's the right thing to say. And if it's not, then I can also deal with that consequence. Mm. So I, I, I guess kind of, I'm uh, going back a little bit, like uh, when are we kind of more vulnerable? Do you think? And it, and, and it's individual. Mm-hmm. you know um but like I, a different way to ask this is what are some signs within kind of um within ourselves that like like let us know that we are entering into a more vulnerable time mm. and situation yeah. Well, you're making me, I'm envisioning like a two people talking to each other. That's my, my, my vision. And I think that when your communication partner is really actively listening and with you, and there is, you know, an energetic field of um, connection, I think those are places where you might feel vulnerable. Mm-hmm. Depending, you know, like, I don't know, maybe I don't know this person that well yet and we're getting to know each other and how deep can I go here? And that's where you're like, you know, if I go too deep, you know what happens when you go too deep, right? <laughs> but also, you know, those those that depth is where there's a lot of to be discovered. Mm-hmm. So kind that's of setting a, that place. like I feel like that's such a good point of 
like I'm thinking about it and I feel like so much of it at times for me is feeling like I feel safe with this person, you know, especially if it's like my people, right. Then that's that feeling of there's no barriers here. I don't have a guard up. Like this is authentically right. Mm -hmm. Me and I'm being me like take it or leave it kind of thing. Right. And so in a way that's being vulnerable, I feel like isn't so much of it also like a learning piece. Like you, you brought up Courtney, like people you don't know as well. It's a risk. Right. Mm -hmm. And maybe I get a feel of like, I I feel like I can let my guard down a little bit. Like, I feel like I want to take that risk with this person and be a little bit more vulnerable. Mm -hmm. And based on their reaction, that's going to impact my next move. Right. Like they didn't judge me. They didn't care. Like we had a great conversation. Hey, that's like bonus points for being vulnerable. Like, and maybe that connects to the confidence piece. Like, all right, this vulnerability thing, this being me is working out versus well, that person just shut me down and now I'm retreating. Now those walls are up. Mm -hmm. I don't want to be vulnerable again because that didn't go well last time. Yeah. Yeah. You know, being shut down when you're open, I think does not feed confidence, but the opposite is true, right? So you, you had the feedback that, that said you were open and you are reaping the rewards. Confidence up Mm -hmm. makes you want to do that again. Yeah. And it just grows and grows and grows. So vulnerability and confidence, the connection between those two is like the vulnerability feeds the confidence. But I have a question for both of you guys based on that then. So if we think about the connection now or possible connection, right, between authenticity and vulnerability, my question is, are you able to be authentic without being vulnerable? Like if I think of myself, vulnerability is just a part of who I am. Like I am open and honest. Like I want to be me. So I feel like for me, they have to be like so deeply, like I can't separate being authentic and, and vulnerable. Like, mm-hmm. I don't, well, I'm just curious your thoughts on that. Yeah. I'm, I'm thinking of somebody I'm conjuring in my mind, somebody who I think is not authentic, who's not, I don't know them very well, though I should, cause we're close, but I feel like I, why don't I know this person? Why can't I sit and be deep with them? What, what's preventing that? Cause it's not my side, right? I, I'm, mm-hmm. I can be vulnerable and go there. So if I'm thinking about sitting right here with the, with the person that I'd love to go deep with, but I can't because they won't go there. What's preventing it. They won't be honest with themselves. They're not willing to say like, I don't feel great, you know, to acknowledge feelings that maybe not are, are not positive, right. To be okay with whatever it is inside, you know, like I don't feel so good and I don't know why it could, sometimes we don't know why. Right. But to even be able to share that and that open when you're vulnerable, somebody, the, your partner, your communication partner is gets the green light. Like, Oh, now I can be too. And it's a reciprocal relationship. And, but if one person is not there, I can't go deep with you if you won't let me. Hmm. That's just, it's like a seesaw. That's just not gonna, it's not gonna work. Right. Yeah, and and that stunts the relationship. So I, and and Jamie, are you you asking then, um, can you be vulnerable and, not be authentic or be authentic and not mm-hmm. be vulnerable. Well, right. Cause I'm just kind of mm-hmm. thinking, and I mean, again, this might be like my own bias in terms of the way that I'm defining 
vulnerability in my own mind, right? Um, for me, that is like the going deep. There's a lot of emotion. There's a lot of honesty. You know, mm-hmm. it's being really transparent. And I'm recognizing that, you know, not everyone has that level of vulnerability or or views vulnerability in that same light. And yet I feel like, you know, I'm thinking about, you know, certain people in my life. It's like, I would imagine that they would still say that they're being authentic. Like, this is who I am. Like, I don't have to have these emotional conversations. I don't have to have these deep conversations. I don't have to ponder the meaning of life. Like, and I'm still like totally me and I'm happy and I have great relationships. Yeah. You know? And so it's like, that's what it's kind of making me think about. That's really brilliant. And that's a perspective that we need to have that just because you want to ponder the meaning of life doesn't mean that <laughs> the person who doesn't isn't living an authentic life. Right. And that they're not being vulnerable. Like, yeah, at yeah. the same time. Like the the levels here. Like, I think that's also something that just, mm-hmm. and in, in a way I'm playing devil's advocate kind of, right? But like, I'm just kind of thinking like, you know, I, I, I know people who definitely would be like, Jamie, you are on like one side of the emotional spectrum and mm-hmm. I'm on the other side, but like, that's who we are. And so do I go to them to have like the deepest meaning of life, emotional conversations? No. Cause I feel like I know they're going to run the other way just cause that's not them, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, Scott, remember you were, you were talking about, you know, a trip that you went on with your family and you're like, we don't have to go deep, but we're still there together. And we're in this presence and everybody's here and like, we're living in the now. And I think there's something also about that nature and presence and like just being, it doesn't even matter. You could just be sitting in silence and there's authenticity there. Right. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Where, and, and that's not being maybe like like that's not vulnerable outwardly it's just being authentic because i'm here and like um and present um it's still maybe if you're like i'm thinking about it you are willing to accept anything happening at that mm-hmm. time and so that's being open yeah. and vulnerable but it's not in the same terms as like thinking about when i'm being like open i'm sharing deep things mm-hmm. instead it's being open to accepting things happening at that time yeah vulnerability is a like sharing and accepting it can be either one and not just i'm i'm gonna talk and go like like deep with you i'm going to sit and and be open at the same time right i'm gonna accept what what comes versus like resist a feeling (laughs) right both ways and it's also making me think too like if we bring mindfulness into this a little bit like where you are in in a given like moment right like I'm just thinking about for me in my head right I'm like vulnerable like deep conversations like Scott I've talked about this before like I'm like could you like have a deep conversation like every time you opened your mouth like every conversation you had with someone felt like deep and meaningful and your mind was just like like you know would you get to a point where you're like well I actually got nothing done (laughs) in life right in some ways and I was just mm-hmm. pondering everything. Like, so if we think about 
our interactions with people in a moment, does authenticity also vary based on like what can happen in that moment? Like if I'm on a way to a meeting and a person's like, how are you? Like, can I just be like, well, I'm okay. Great. Like that was me authentic in that minute with the confines that I have. Cause I couldn't stop and be like, actually, like, let me get vulnerable with you. Like I am having the worst day ever. Like that can't happen. And so it's like almost thinking too about that piece. Like, does it change? Like Scott, when like you were on vacation, it's like, okay, maybe everyone couldn't have deep conversations all the time with each other. But like when you were all together in that moment, you were being authentic in that moment based on that moment, if any of that makes any sense. Right. Jamie, it sounds like you're talking about perspective to a certain degree. Like the perspective of this situation is I need to work in the confines of the time, the place, my partner, um, you and, and and empathy for like well what is that person's what are their what are their needs and what am I expecting of you like you've shown me that you this is this is how deep your pool is you are five foot deep and I am twenty feet deep you know <laughs> so I've got to meet you there and know that you know I'm a, if I expect too much from you that's also not fair that's not living with kindness and empathy and so is it like reality versus like you know the the ideal right so it's like maybe for some people that ideal is like you know the conversations that we all like to have with each other right mm-hmm. and the reality is like there are moments for that and time for that and also time for things that require less vulnerability just because that's the nature of the situation i'm still authentic in it but maybe that vulnerability piece yeah changes right well that goes back now to your um question about can you be vulnerable and have to be authentic or um like like can you be authentic and have to be um vulnerable i think in order to be vulnerable it's also being authentic i think yeah i think that's true however i think people can be authentic and not be like and not be vulnerable because if if, and i'll just take like um like politics right there are some people who are authentically you know what you see is however they are Mm -hmm. but they are not open vulnerable Mm -hmm. to any other ideas right so they are being authentically them Mm -hmm. and not open in any way Mm. um so i think that is totally possible but i think in order to be um vulnerable you have to be um authentic at at that time and moment so that authenticity is there right it's like okay i'm making the choice to like be me and the amount that i'm me in different situations is going to change depending on that situation and so that vulnerability piece is then what's 
brought in and that almost changes maybe depending on audience or situation so that's like the moving piece almost variable but you know scott you when you said that you know not being open to other people's opinions or open to different ideas you made me the the word fixed came into my mind like a fixed mindset Mm -hmm. and we know that the opposite of that would be a growth mindset which encapsulates many of the you know, variables and the values of which we speak a lot, like curiosity is part of a growth mindset. And so is, I think this idea of like being open is part of this growth. I'm open. And if you're fixed, you're, you can't be open. (laughs) Like they're antithetical. Like if you have a mindset, that's just, this is the way it is. I can't, I'm not, I can't go to your perspective and it's very difficult to achieve I think the kind of authenticity we're speaking of that's shared, maybe that's really what we're talking about here. Like a politician could be authentic. Like, here's what I think. This is me. But it's it's lacking perspective. Uh, it's it's lacking everyone's different angle on it, right? It has theirs. Yeah. So they have their own perspective yeah and it's authentic authentic like um um to them Mm -hmm. and genuine but it's not possibly a shared open like minded you know i'm gonna hear everyone's thoughts um like growth mindset um perspective so you had said like values. So let me ask you this. Um, what values are possibly involved with being authentic and vulnerable? Mm-hmm. Certainly, you know, I I mentioned curiosity and I think leading with curiosity always this idea of wondering why why somebody is acting the way they're acting, why I feel the way I do. Having curiosity versus having judgment is a really helpful way to look at where am I developing my sense of self from? Because judgment and shame, you know, like those are intertwined. And I think that's also where vulnerability comes in. Like, I'm afraid that I'm going to feel shame. And in that feeling you might not even allow yourself to share. So you're going to, you close down the, the door to being open just by being scared of like, of judgment. So I think a value of being curious, curiosity is super important. And that, that fuels a lot. Certainly my own authenticity, I think comes a lot from leading always with curiosity. I love that. Something, something I was thinking about too, Courtney, like as you were talking about values, I just keep like this image in my mind too of like a values conflict is also coming up of like you having different values than somebody else, right? And like your value is to be open and honest and, you know, to be vulnerable and put yourself out there and maybe then find yourself in a situation in which somebody doesn't have those same value sets. And so it's almost like, and I'm thinking about a situation I've been in recently where I was being me, but that was almost too much and so it was like I was just saying things and being me because I didn't want to be filtered and that was who I am but that was like 
not okay for the person that I was talking to. And maybe it was a hierarchy of our roles or, or whatnot. But like, that for me was like, oh, this is a values conflict right now, because I want to be me. And yet me being me is not leading to possibly good outcomes. And so now we need to still interact a lot. And yet I've got to find this way to, to dance where mm-hmm. I still want to be me, but maybe I can be authentic, but monitor my vulnerability or, or, you know, so I feel like that's kind of also something I've been thinking about is like when you're in situations in which your values conflict, your mm-hmm. actions and behaviors might have to change, right? Yeah, you have to bring like a different flavor of authenticity yeah. to different relationships. Like a different level, so, right? Yeah. Like with this person, like I can be spicy. And with this person, <laughs> it's you're going mild. You can't yes. handle the spice. They're gonna, it's gonna be overwhelming. Right. But you go know, with the mild so salsa, thinking, right? What we need to know is like not to be so open from the get-go, to sort of be a little bit more mindful and and exercise that impulse control, like um, the idea of almost being like having discretion with your mm-hmm. thoughts. Like that's a value too, that I really have spent a lot of time playing with this year, discretion, not wanting to share because I I'm open and I love it when I am met with somebody else that's like, Oh, wow. Thank you. Um, but then also there's that other side, the antithetical side to oversharing is not sharing, but like when slowing down to have the thought and say like, I actually don't want to share that with you. I shouldn't share that with you. If I share that with you, you might interpret it this way. Your perspective is not relevant right now for me with regards to what I thought I should say. So, you know, that also discretion, I think, is part of authenticity too. And Mm -hmm. I've talked about this a little bit with Scott recently where I feel like we were kind of talking about the roles that people serve in your life. And so if you are someone who like uh, being authentic goes hand in hand with being incredibly vulnerable, like, and your needs are being met. Like you have people in your life in which you can be, let's just say hundred percent vulnerable, right? Like then I feel like you don't feel that need or you may not feel that need in these other situations in which you, you, you might want to exercise that discretion. Mm-hmm. And yet if you find yourself in a place where I feel like that need to be vulnerable is not being met, then I think it can get muddy because it's like, I just want to be authentic and I can't be authentic anywhere, right? That's an excellent point. That's an excellent point. So maybe some authenticity is undergirded by a certain sense of privilege. Like if you're privileged enough to have a relationship, maybe it's your partner, maybe it's a best friend or, you know, relative that gives you that receptacle in which you can just throw everything (laughs) and they are unconditional that's a that that's you know a very privileged perspective like to have to have that person and you know maybe like for us as the counselors in our job is to be in a way that person for our clients you know that's safe we are safe and we we are there for them but how do we help them know like you're cool be you and i'm going to help you figure out who you are mm-hmm. and yeah, practice it here practice it yeah. Yeah. So, okay. So feeding off of that, what do you think might motivate us um, to be authentic and, and be like vulnerable? 
Mm. You know, like when you can, when you, those, those feelings of like, oh, hey, that reminds me of a similar time. You know, I have an eight-year-old student that's dealing with some, you know, peer pressure situation. I'm like, well, I have an eight-year-old daughter and I'm dealing with that in my day-to-day life where, you know, it's hard for me to, to not want to say, I get it. I, I know. I, I feel like I, I can empathize with you because I'm in a similar place. So being vulnerable to a certain degree with our own life and our own feelings outside of this therapeutic relationship, maybe figuring out how to bring that in to whatever level is appropriate and sharing our life with our, our clients can be a place where we are practicing and demonstrating authenticity. Empathy. You had said, you know, if we feel like empathizing, so that value itself of having empathy can get us like get us motivated to be ourselves authentic and vulnerable and model that yeah mm-hmm. and i mean I, I empathy let's talk about words here the idea of empathy like it involves having you know taking somebody else's perspective right like being able to put yourself in their shoes changing the way you see things from their point of view and right there in that word perspective we have one of my favorite roots which is spect and it's seeing and the way you see things you have to be able to put to know that the way you see it isn't the only way and for some people, I think, who are not authentic, for whom the deep relationships are just not there, it's because they don't have that skill. They're just not turning around and looking at the world in, in other ways. They've got their fixed view of this is the way things are, and this is the way I see it. And so that it it's that that's the only thing they know. And, you know, and with that seeing also comes, I think, respect, the ability to look at somebody with admiration and say, you know what, like, I respect you for who you are. And I, and you have a different perspective and this is your love, this is your depth. And that's where we're going to go. And we're going to f- explore here. And that's great too. So respect and perspective and, you know, being introspective as well. Like where, what's my truth with my, with myself? If I can't be honest with myself first, how am I going to share authentically? And I have to say, Courtney, I feel like I know we could talk about this forever and this is why it's going to be a multi-part <laughs> discussion for sure but like thinking about that piece you just brought up like that makes me kind of think of like a, of an action question or, or where we can leave our listeners like with this conversation right so you're talking about this like spec'd piece right and so it's almost making me think like I have to be able to define what authentic- authenticity looks like to me and what vulnerability looks like to me before I can even move forward in, in thinking about this conversation or even acting by it, right? Like, what what does it mean to me? What does it look like when I am truly being authentic, right? And the same with vulnerable. Like, for me, what does vulnerability look like? And I almost feel like maybe that's where we can have our listeners go is like, think think about these two terms. Like, how do you define them? right? Because that's going to influence so much more moving forward, because you have to know what these terms mean in in your own dictionary first, right? Sure. I think we should definitely encourage uh, the listeners to think about that. And also the 
the motivation of why, why be authentic? Mm-hmm. What is it going to give me? What's the return on the investment here? And I think that the return is that you will feel joy, you will feel peace, and you will feel a sense of liberation when you figure out what it what it looks like and what it feels like to be yourself, to not be hung up in a lot of internal chatter of like, should I or shouldn't I, or what are they going to say or what's going to happen? And just do the thing right now and practice that and see what it feels like. The, and the payoff will be that you f- just feel good. <laughs> you want, right? Like you want to just feel oh, good. <laughs> yeah, I love it. So all of you out there, one, and start with how do you define authenticity and being and and being being vulnerable? Um, definitely like start there um for you and then what kind of like pulls you towards motivates you to be authentic and vulnerable and then if you can do those if you say okay i i want to be authentic i want mm-hmm. to be open and vulnerable what's that first like step to then just doing it and those yeah. are kind of you know three important and and big things Mm -hmm. define it what has me move or like want to move want to move and then how do i take a first any step any step um yeah and try that out it can't hurt um yeah well this is awesome courtney please like (laughs) plug anything oh. at this moment go <laughs> oh man new york city in the summertime is the greatest place in the world that's i'm, I'm plugging new york city because i have the most passionate relationship 20 years long uh, with new york city and this is my favorite time of year ride my bike at all hours of the day and um just watch people watch um I, I just absolutely love the city. It's a, in, intrinsic to my happiness is living here. So come to New York. <laughs> but really, Communication Clubhouse is my baby. It's my my safe space. It's my most vulnerable, authentic place. And I would love to host many conversations there about these ideas and and so much more. This was really a wonderful conversation, and I and I felt feel like it was very deep. <laughs> Thanks so much for being, I mean, for being here for these conversations and, and, and come back. Cause I think we have a lot more to talk about. Right? <laughs> She'll be back folks. Don't yeah. worry about that. She'll be back. <laughs> part two, part three, part four. Yay. All kinds of things going on here. All right. Yeah. Everyone have an awesome day, afternoon and evening. And we will um, talk to you soon. Thank you. Bye. Bye. If you would like to donate to the Act to Live podcast, you can find us on 3CDigitalMediaNetwork.com. Act to Live is sponsored by 3C Digital Media Network, LLC. Connect, communicate, and collaborate. That is the 3C way at 3CDigitalMediaNetwork.com. Thank you for walking with us on this journey of life. Act to Live is a place where we can observe everyday life, 
pose questions, and facilitate conversations together. Our hope is that by participating in this podcast and connecting with each other, we can all become the best versions of ourselves and learn from each other's stories and experiences. You can find us on acttolive.com, Apple Podcasts, formerly iTunes, the Android Podcast app, Spotify, SoundCloud, or wherever you stream your podcasts. We've also just joined Patreon and YouTube, so be sure to check those out when you have some time. Thank you for listening and sharing time with us. And as always, come on, let's take a walk together. My dear will grow.